Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and today I'm going to talk about the subject, God's Laws for Business. Well, there's thousands of books written, hundreds of thousands of books probably written on business, how to be successful in business, and how can a person read a book or take some instruction or take a class or graduate from college and be a successful business person. And that's good, but we have some problems here. What materials are correct? Who has the right answer? What has the right formula? And what, uh, with, will the lessons only work in certain continents or in certain cultures? You know, a lot of people look to the U.S. from foreign countries and they try to adapt foreign teachings. And sometimes it works, but sometimes it's just not able to comprehend what we live with here in the United States of America and it won't necessarily apply in a way that's meaningful in another country where they don't have uh, infrastructure and they don't have uh, governments, they don't have law and order. So there's a lot of discussions on how to come up with laws or rules or guidelines or teachings on doing business for success. Uh, recently I heard of a lady um, in a major ministry, a well-known ministry, a well-known ministry that reaches out to help people. And this individual invested $20 million in East Africa, one particular country in East Africa. And at the end of the $20 million, this individual was very disheartened very disappointed and almost uh, psychologically and spiritually wrecked her future because it failed. Everything that she tried to do or they tried in this $20 million ended up with not nearly what they had hoped for with the desire and heart to reach and help people. I'm not criticizing this, these people, I'm just telling you this is the kind of problem that uh, we have to fill out and say, how do we teach laws of business that will be helpful? And, and uh, let's make an analogy, okay? One of the analogies that I'm familiar with is the rules to lose weight. You know, Americans are pretty historically known to have gained more weight than normally our structures are designed for. And so there's a lots of money spent, a lot of books written, and I'm not going to go into those, but there's laws and rules or all the ways from only eat one particular type of food, and some guidelines say only eat meat and only eat protein, and other guidelines say oh, don't, don't eat any meat or only eat vegetables or be vegetarian. I'm not taking sides. I'm just telling you depends on who you're talking to when you're talking about a healthy living and healthy lifestyle, you'll get a wide range of, of opinions. Well back to doing business and doing business God's way. Are there really laws for God that God has laid out to, um, to, that would be universally true, that would be true in any culture, any language, any continent, any country, and in any time period. Maybe 500 years ago, a thousand years ago, in the Bible, the Bible times, or a hundred years from now if things roll on like we currently have them. Are there such things? And what gives us the right 
to, to suggest that we have those laws. Well, let me give you some thoughts we have. And we're trying to develop these laws so that we can help people. And in their own culture and their own language. We're working and have had discussions with our East Africa friends, but I just spent two hours a couple nights ago with the country of Mongolia. And we're introducing those same laws. Is it true? Could we do that? Well, I have three points, or we have three points we'd like you to consider on this subject. Number one, there's certain things that are undeniable evidence in real life that this is the truth. As an example, there's the law of gravity. You don't have to believe that God created this earth or that there was evolution to create the earth. It doesn't matter your opinion. You can test the laws of gravity. They're undeniably true in any country, any language, any culture, any continent, and they were true a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, and they'll be true a hundred years from now. What about the law of lift to fly an airplane? We didn't know about that law. We didn't understand it until about 125 years ago, and we've developed that unknown law into something that's unbelievably successful. I've done my calculations several times, and I believe at this moment, right now, any time, day and night, there's approximately one million people in the air flying. And those people all believe they don't understand, but the law of lift is undeniably true. Well, I believe there's laws in God's word and in God's plan, they're just as equally true, as just as solid, and we have to find those that way and present those. That way we're not presenting my ideas, who cares what I, I think, and, but we're presenting something that's undeniably true. Number two, we believe and I believe that these laws are evident in the word of God. And at first you think, well, the Bible, it has nothing to do with business. I'm telling you it does. And it does a lot. Let's look at the, at the Bible. What does it say? Well, one of those things is that, um, as example, uh, a law of quality. Can you find in the Word of God that there's such a law as a law of quality? Well, in Genesis chapter 1 is the story of creation. And you'll see that day after day after day, and that would be a law of growing step by step, God did things step by step. But the, the question is quality. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 12, after the third day of creation, Jesus said, and it was good. Wow, that's a stamp that God said there's a high quality. That happened basically after every single day, starting on the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth day. But on the sixth day, it's kind of interesting, in Genesis 1.31, God said, and, and this is after man was created, and he says, and, the, and, the, and it was good, and it was very good. High quality, high quality. What about the quality uh, uh, it demonstrated in the first miracle Jesus did? In John chapter 2, verse 10, Jesus was reportedly did the very first miracle on this earth, and that was when there was a wedding and a wedding feast, and they ran short on the, on the wine. And Jesus was instru instructed his helpers to bring six lar large pots, which were empty, and filled them with water. And when they filled them with water, they dipped out and took it to the person in charge. And they, this is what the man said. And every man at, at this man that was sampled this wine, and every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when the men have well drunk, in other words, they're a little looser, then that which is worse 
but they, thou hast kept the good wine until now. Undeniably, highest quality there was, was even in the wine on the first miracle. No question. Well, number three, what is the third? Number one, undeniable evidence. Number two, the word of God. Number three, people are actively engaged, who are actively engaged in business confirm these lies to be true on an ongoing basis. I can tell you about Judith the jeweler in Kampala, Uganda, who learned the law of that same one, quality, when she handed a necklace to her first customer and it broke. And Judith says, I learned the law of quality. I will never ever have a chain made so cheap that the necklace would break. I, my friend uh, Alfred Matua in, in Nairobi, Kenya, and he had a, a lifetime of having auto mechanics and more. Everything he did was quality, so people called him back. That's the law of happy customer. And they told their friends, that's the law of referral customers, all there together. And in my own experience, I said I have a machine shop, I must have high quality parts. So let's look at and be honest. There are some real laws of God in business, and we're endeavoring as hard as we can to identify those, simplify them, keep them forefront, and teach those laws to those that will listen, especially in developing nations. And we believe that if those laws are taught and understood and applied, and with God's help, those laws will work and they will no undeniably work every single time. And when someone knows those, then they can take them with them without ever losing them. They are part of their arsenal. They're part of their knowledge base. And we want that. We want to see God's people to prosper and be blessed, as the Word of God says. Have abundance in the form of provision at every turn. Well, thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.